All right, so USC is six and zero overall, four and zero in conference, and I've got their Washington State grade, Washington State game grades. As well, I've got some four star recruiting news in hoops. That's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I am your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, we are free. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And if you are watching on YouTube, I really appreciate you for subscribing. And if you haven't, hit that red subscribe button. It really means a lot. You'll never know how much. Okay. And you can always follow me at Twitter at Mark Culkin. That's Mark with a C K U L K I N. All right. So every week I uh, I throw out my grades, and I got grades coming up for the football team. We're going to always start with the offense because that's who they are, right? What everyone anticipated this going to be about. Maybe they're not. We talked about that on our previous episode a little bit. Um, maybe maybe USD's identity is a uh, maybe they're a defensive team. They scored thirty points. They won thirty to fourteen. But uh, overall, I don't think you'd say the offense carried the game against uh, Washington State. They did. They were serviceable. Now that's the way we. I was describing what how the defense needed to be in twenty twenty two. Maybe. All we need out of the offense is the defense to continue to uh, exceed expectation. But uh, we'll get to the defense in the second segment. Uh, we're, we're, we always start off with the offense first. Um, again, I, I mentioned they were serviceable. The passing game, it was off a little bit. Uh, the O-line, uh, you know, they're battling some injuries. Um we know that Justin Dietrich is battling through um, whatever he's dealing with, with with his leg, unspecified. I'm sure most of you can figure it out by now. Um, but again, there's other there's other guys along the offensive line who are, who are also banged up. At this time of year, everybody is. But um, I thought the offensive line, uh, despite uh, everything they're battling and going up against a really good, solid Washington State defense and defensive line and linebackers, um, they performed really well, and especially in the run game. Um, short yardage situation, they have some issues. Uh, but Travis Dye was the run game, and we'll get into the, I'm about to get into the individual position grade for momentarily. I want to give you some overall thoughts. And again, 30 points is more than enough to win pretty much any game. Um, but when you're averaging 42 points, they kind of, you know, when you're coming off that inconsistent effort that you had against Arizona State the week before at home, it just kind of felt a little disappointing um, with uh, not, not looking as crisp and as sharp as they could be. And you, you have to start asking yourself why or is the offense uh, 
I don't want to say stumbling, but why aren't they more consistent uh, at this point of the season? Because now the, the, the schedule is going to ramp up as far as the uh, strength of schedule starting this Saturday in Utah. Okay. We're going to start with quarterback. Uh, Caleb Williams. What did I do? What did, what did I give you, Caleb? I'm going to... I thought about it. I want to give you a B. Uh, I just, I, I got to make it work a little bit harder. Uh, B minus for, for this effort. Uh, were you under pressure? Absolutely. Did you escape the pressure? Absolutely. You, you were fantastic. But when you were escaping pressure on a couple occasions, uh, you went to the sideline and rather than throwing the ball away, you're outside the pocket, you held on to the ball and you, you took the sack, you took the yard, the tackle for loss. Um, didn't quite understand that. So that's something that we need to improve on because you're making you're making those first down conversions even harder. And yeah, you're going to be successful more times than not. Nevertheless, um, your your peer for Washington State was doing the exact thing that um, I'm encouraging you to do. And that's when he got to the sideline or he was outside the pocket. He threw the ball away to load another down. He didn't take the yardage loss. Uh, he suffered enough of that <laughs> with the five sacks that he suffered in the in the field uh, of play. So, um, 15 for 29, throwing the ball. You did have a couple touchdown passes. Okay, great. 52% completion ration. Completion rate, that's not great. Now, look, I get it. Um, your wide receivers did not help you out at all. Um, a lot of drop. You had uh, one noticeable one from Taj that would have been a touchdown. Mario had a few that were just really hard to understand. Uh, he, but again, Mario, he made up with a couple of uh, touchdown grabs, including uh, a fighting diving one on a, on a poor throw, Caleb. Let's face it. He did put it where only Mario would catch it, but it wasn't. A great throw on that first play. Got to do better there. Um, he did have, you know, an offensive pass interference uh, that, you know, took up, took away a, a nice play. But again, you're missing some open guys. Your technique looked off a little bit. And, uh, you know, this is a second game where you where you struggled against good defense. So. Um, we got to see if this is a trend because it's also a time where your numbers weren't great throwing the ball, where you didn't talk to the media after the game. And hopefully we'll see you Tuesday or Wednesday. So hopefully it's uh, struggles getting used to uh, some really good defenses in a new conference. You've got a really good defense, supposedly, uh, coming up this Saturday on the road and those numbers are going to have to improve if you want to win this game or have a better chance or an easier opportunity for winning that game. Running backs, uh, I'm just, let's just say the running back grade is going to be an A because it was Travis Dye and Travis Dye all game long. Uh, you should have had 100 yards in the first half uh, and 200 for the game had the uh, play calling not been so balanced. My I say finger quotes balanced. If you're not watching this on YouTube, I felt they were forcing the throw more than they had to. They could have ran the ball game. And Travis died, like, 
28 carries, uh, 149 yards net, one touchdown. He had another one taken off the board because of a holding penalty. And just fantastic. It brought you back old memories of tailback view and you know, like Charles White. The guys who just keep beating and keep coming back. Travis Guy, he's all heart. Uh, not the biggest guy, not the strongest, not the fastest or elusive, but he's a damn good college football running back. You know what? If he doesn't make it in the NFL, who knows? He might. Um, I think he's going to make a great coach. All right. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, take the speed grade and run with it. Look, you guys were targeted 27 times. You caught 15 of them. I've gone over how many. There was a, I haven't gone over how many drops. If there were enough of them uh, that I don't want to keep counting. Caleb wasn't missing that many bad throws. He had a few, but you guys were more of his own nemesis in the Washington State secondary. Um, so take the speed grade, run with it. Again, Mario lifted that up with the two touchdown grabs, especially the sliding diving grab. Yeah, to help give the team a, a little bit more separation offensively. Jordan Addison, you know, he was three for six with three receptions, targeted six times. Uh, I, I don't know how much of uh, that. I, I think it was a lower leg contusion he suffered in the game, how much that bothered him. But he didn't have the, the blocking by the wide receiver. It's just kind of mess. So, again, take the speed raid, run with it. And uh, I anticipate you guys having a much better game in Utah. Uh, and we'll go over that when we start breaking down that game uh, this week. And just a heads up, I will be on Locked On You later this week with their host, JT Whiskerfoot. So look forward to that. We'll have a nice, spirited cross-talk discussion. Even though his team uh, did kind of spoil the uh, the atmosphere, or the big game atmosphere, since they lost at UCLA, and we'll get into that later. <clears throat> Excuse me. Offensive line, uh, I'm going to give you guys two different grades. Run blocking, solid A. We were open up massive holes. And I just wish you guys had more opportunity to do that. Pass protection, though, I'm going to drop down to a C. So you guys are going to get a B overall. Uh, because, again, I am keeping in mind what you guys are doing injury-wise. And, you know, again, a couple of bad Penalties. Um, I, I saw a, a really bad, I don't know who had the bad read, but a mix up on the left side between uh, Voorhees and Bobby Haskins, where the Washington State defender got a clean shot on Caleb. Uh, didn't go down, but they, they had a clean shot on him. So, got to clean it up a little bit. Overall, for the offense, um, I'm going to give him a C. You know what? B minus. 30 to 14 win. Solid Washington State defense. You guys are going up against fast. They create havoc. They're aggressive. Um, very similar defense that USC likes to employ, but USC has better athletes across the board. And I think that was the difference. Uh, 
but again, what I would have liked to have seen more since the passing game wasn't 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 being efficient, wasn't consistent. Just keep running the ball when it's working. We're picking up five yards at carry with, with uh, Travis Scott. Keep going with it. We can stop it. Maybe that would have taken a little bit of pressure off the passing game. And um, the short yardage on offense. Uh, you know, Eric McKinney over there on WeRSC.com, which, by the way, you need to get over there. We've got a sign-up special, $10 for the year. Um, he wrote an article about how successful USC was with the short yardage. In 58 attempts, they were perfect. That streak came to an end against Washington State. And on one of them, they had a third one uh, on their own side of the 50, uh, somewhere around the 40. And for some reason... Somebody called a jet sweep with Jordan Addison. It ended up a seven-yard loss. Again, get the first down, then get tricky dicky on the plus side of the 50. Just it wasn't the right place for time. I wouldn't have made that play call. So uh, if you're if, look, we're talking about grades and doing better. Um, that wasn't on the show until school this that I found out. You don't do those kind of preparation calls, and I wouldn't have done that. That's what we're doing there for the offense. There's your grade C, excuse me, B minus um, overall grade on the offense. You're going to be traveling to Utah, where you're going to have to play a much cleaner game. And you know you haven't turned the ball over. You've turned it over once all season. Next week wouldn't be a good time to start. I know I'm kind of leaning toward the negative, but that's something that. You know, as long as the USC offense uh, protects the ball, I think they're going to be fine. That's the point. Of a lot of upside with that offense uh, because they haven't played a, a complete game yet. You know what else um, you need has some upside? So, from cringing at the pump, you're getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant. Inflation is hitting us all where and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is this really incredible app. And for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out, and I do a lot of that, um, with every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. All right, I actually did this. It works, and I've been paid back. I went and got gas, it spent 25 bucks, and because they have this special promotion, and I'll go over here in a moment, I got an email a few days later that I got my $5 back, as well as uh, the fence that they were giving a discount on on the per gallon. So I got back essentially $5.46. And this is what you need to do if you want to start getting some money back. You're going to go download the free Upside app, and you're going to use my promo code LOCK, and you're going to get $5 back or more um, for your first purchase of $10 or more. So next, you're going to claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You check in at the business, pay as usual with your credit or debit card, and then you're going to get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you could earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. And Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCK. Get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's 
$5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Okay, defense, step into the room, trying to get your grades. You see your, uh, your, your peers are on offense. They're walking away with their report cards. You did okay. You guys did a lot better. Yeah. Gold plates all around. Um, two words to describe you guys. And this is a joke, and I hope everybody gets it. Better than serviceable. Yeah. Three words. If you get the, uh, the political joke there. My point being is, at the beginning of the year, I said that we just needed USC's defense to be serviceable. Because everyone anticipated that USC's offense was just going to be like a like a pinball machine, just lighting up points left and right. Well, kind of the opposite. Yeah, you know, heading into Washington State, uh, USC's they were there averaging forty points a game, and a lot of credit needs to go to the defense because of uh, you know their contribution and, and how they've helped uh, the offense look maybe better than they are, or at least. Up to this point, I guess it's So they played the game essentially without two starters. Uh, Shane Lee missed the entire game. Kalen Bullock missed pretty much the entire game. He was ejected two minutes into the first into the second quarter for a targeting call. And I got to give, I'm about to give you some stats here on why the defense uh, is fantastic. And why they are better than serviceable. Um, uh, one of my Twitter followers, Darth Tommy, he posted these stats, and I just got to rattle this off. This, this is amazing. In their first six games of the 2022 season, USC's second half defense has completed 5.33 points per game. That's a total of 36 points spread out over six games. 4.32 yards per play on 188 plays. USC has given up a total of 812 yards in the second half. That's a crazy number. They've also contributed seven interceptions, 16 stacks, 25 tackles for loss, two fumbles recovered. Uh, where's the partridge in the care tree? Because by the time 12 games is over, that list is going to sound like a 12 days Christmas, right? Uh, those are some amazing numbers. But let's break down into position groups and find out uh, why this group is doing so well. Uh, defensive line rush ends A. You had five stacks between two players. Uh, Tuli Tuiel Pelotu, he earned the Pac-12 Defensive Lineman of the Week, as well as the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, Nick Kegaroa probably came in second place. He had two sacks. Um, they had eight of the nine defensive line rush-ins combined for, if we had nine PFL, they had eight of them. Uh, they did have a couple of mistakes, you know, but overall, they were solid against a quarterback that um, typically in the past has given USC fits, but they contained Cameron Ward, and he wasn't running out of bounds. Uh, he was he, he, he had grasping all over him. 
uniform. And you got to give a lot of credit to that defensive line in the right hand. They did their job. The linebackers, I'm going to speed this up. Uh, man, I'm just quickly. Uh, B plus, Raylan Goforth, he checked in. He, he was subbing in for Shane Lee. And I'm not going to say that he, uh, he's going to replace Shane Lee, but there was almost no discernible drop off. He led the team in tackles with eight. Uh, outstanding job on Raylan's part. Uh, Eric Gentry, again, played a big role. Five tackles, third on the team. Again, defense was just solid. Those That front seven group, amazing. The secondary, you got to give them a B plus, right? They, they played pretty much the entire game, three quarters without Caleb Bullock. Um, and you can you can you were able to tell the difference immediately that he's not on the field. And this isn't really a slight uh, to the backup, but it's more of a tribute to uh, how much uh, how good Caleb Bullock is and why uh, opposing teams don't try and challenge with him. The play following Kalen's uh, ejection, Washington State went deep, and they went over the top for a big play. There it is. Um, but they didn't, you know, they eventually scored a touchdown on that drive, as well as uh, uh, they had another touchdown on a short passing play in a spot where Kalen was not really deep. Again, I have to point that out. Overall, though, that's all they got through the air. They held uh, they held Washington State's passing game, which was pretty prolific, to 19 for 32, 172 yards. It did, I mentioned the two points, but that was it for the scoring. USB held, you know, they shut them out in the second half. Halftime was 17 14. You know, I, that's a dramatic cause. I need to let that begin. Washington State had a really good offense coming into the game. They left like they didn't have a really good offense. Let's see how they perform this week because they're going to be at Oregon State. And Oregon State gave USB this new one. Good luck, uh, Washington State. Again, as I mentioned, secondary B plus, uh, Makai Blackman. You know, he was second on the team with seven tackles. And I mentioned how much, you know, what they did holding the uh, their passing. They basically held Washington State in check the entire offense. Um, but you, overall, you're going to give the defense an A. I, I wanted to give them an A plus, but for the first time all season, the defense was shut out. They didn't get a free boy. They almost had one. They almost created a safety. Uh, but uh, guys, eventually, you know, so um, if the defense plays like that this coming Saturday in Salt Lake City, USC will be just fine. Special teams again, they improved. We're going to get you out of the way real quick. B plus, Dennis Lynch, Dennis, Dennis Lynch, perfect three for three on the field goals. Uh, kickoff coverage was fantastic. I don't think uh, Washington State ever started uh, past the 25-yard line. And it got to a point where they were fair catching uh, the kicks. And punting, again, was solid. So B-plus, uh, they they're going to need to bring that same effort 
also on the road because you get solid special teams, you get a solid defense, you're going to anticipate USC's offense finding itself. And it would be great if they found, found itself out. For four quarters on the road at Utah, because it's going to be a, really a challenging environment. Okay, so there you go. There's your grades. Uh, overall, defense gets an A. Offense, uh, I gave you guys what? What was that again? Going back, I gave you a C and special teams of B plus. Not bad, right? I would, I, I'd bring that home to mom and dad and dad. Um, but again, you know, you can do that. There's work to be done everywhere. I'm all All right, I'm going to bring you the Nissan moment of the game. Yes. It's that time. Our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Lockdown College Network titled Throwing Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from USC's game or throughout the history of USC. This week's thrilling moment from USC, I'm going to cheat, it's going to be the Tui Tui Apolotu moments. Three sacks, uh, he was just everywhere. He had the team record at USC is four. And Tui was literally wrecking Washington State by himself. Um, his brother got drafted. Truly, at right now, uh, as I mentioned, he was the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week. He was the Pac-12 Defensive Lineman of the Week. If he maintains this pace, where he already has seven sacks from the season, uh, you play 12 games, you get one sack per game on average, he's going to have that Baker's dozen or more. And he's probably going to get drafted really high. So let's uh, let's appreciate truly truly a flow to why we have him because I'll tell you what he is making that USC defense that everybody was worried about pretty damn good. Yeah, they really are. So there you go. Um, this segment has been inspired by the uh, truly truly a flow to Nissan thrilling moments, and across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles, you can pursue. What thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today? Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right. Well, we still got a few minutes here. And you know what? We love to talk USD football, but I love to talk USD basketball. And I'm going to get you to love USD football as well, because Andy Enfield is recruiting like Lincoln Riley and USC football. Yes, that's right. I went there. Uh, look, the USC uh, men's team basketball program, they open up their season in just under a month from now, November 7th. Um, they host Florida Gulf Coast, a.k.a. Dunk City, where Andy Enfield made a name for himself. And that's why he is USC's coach right now. Well, he, it's going to be a little bit of a flashback this year's team. They're going small ball. Uh, they don't have, uh, you know, that big man, superstar in the middle, like uh, Evan Mobley, Isaiah Mobley, or, you know, a big O on Yeka Okongwu. So he is recruiting and for the type of ball uh, that he wants to get back to. Uh, 
you got to be able to play defense, and you got to you got to be able to shoot the ball. And the last couple of years, last few years, there was a you saw flashes of it, but it wasn't again. Consistency wasn't there. This team and the way he's recruiting, he's recruiting for that dunk city type of uh, up tempo, uh, get the ball up court. Dunk City, shoot from the outside, drain the three. So on Friday last week, uh, USC got their first four-star of the 2023 class with Silas uh, Demery Jr. And then today, excuse me, yeah, I'm recording this on Monday. You're watching this when you're first listening, on your first watching on USC on Tuesday. They got a commitment from another four-star in Aaron Kincaid. He's a 6'9 power forward out of Marietta, Georgia. So you've got two four-stars committing within days of each other, and the 2023 class is well on its way. Um, Arrington is, a, again, according to On3, uh, he's a the number 71 overall uh, recruit in the 2023 cycle. And USC uh, was able to get his commitment over teams like Indiana, Miami, Cincinnati, some big name, big name programs. Uh, that was Demery from North Carolina. He's got some family out here from LA. Six-five uh, point guard, uh, can play defense. Can he, I'm not sure if you know he's going to get to the paint and distribute like a point guard, but he's definitely a facilitator and offensive-minded. And he's going to, I, I think he'll be able to step into that role that Boogie, Boogie Ellis and Pete Peterson uh, have made popular at USC. So, again, you got a couple of four stars within days of each other with USC hoops. USC is not just a football school. Andy Enfield has got that hoop program humming. They're challenging for NCAA uh, postseason attorney bids every season. And it looks like uh, they're going to continue because recruiting is doing outstanding. All right, there you go, man. We're 30 minutes is up, and I'm literally over again. So we're going to cheat. We're going to keep going because USC football, USC hoops deserves it. I will be back again with another episode of Locked on USC. You get us five days a week. When you're done making it your first listen and your first watch every day, head on over to wearesc.com. We've got a Really hot description special right now. So if you want to get all of your recruiting information, all of your uh, USC coverage that I can't fit in to this site on this episode, uh, $10 for the year. But everything here at Locked on USC is free, and we will always keep it free. And that's why we love you. And that's why we want to come back every day. So until then, you know what to do.